Welcome to Podiatry Today Podcasts. I'm Dr. Jennifer Spector, the Associate Editor for Podiatry Today. We are excited to again welcome back Wendy Cole, DPM, an adjunct professor and the Director of Wound Research at the Kent State University College of Podiatric Medicine and member of the Podiatry Today Editorial Advisory Board. Today, Dr. Cole will share the latest on an emerging set of treatment options in remote patient monitoring and how providers and patients may benefit from its use. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Orpix Medical Technologies. Welcome, Dr. Cole, and thank you for joining us again today. Could you tell us what exactly is remote patient monitoring? Certainly. Remote patient monitoring has been defined as the use of any digital technology to collect health-related data from patients located in one particular area, such as their home or skilled nursing center, and then securely transmit that information electronically to a healthcare provider that's located in a different area, like a hospital or a clinical setting. The purpose of this information transfer is to allow for the healthcare practitioner to make physiologic assessments or to make care recommendations back to the patient. Now, unlike telehealth, remote patient monitoring services do not require an interactive audio and video component. Some examples of remote patient monitoring uh, devices can be like wearables, such as fitness trackers. There's also temperature sensing socks, and a wide variety of other devices are available in the market as well. Orpix even has insoles that can monitor patient temperature, pressure, and number of steps they take throughout the day, and it allows us to collect a lot of advanced medical data on a particular patient at any given time. In your experience, what are the benefits of remote patient monitoring? Well, remote patient monitoring can be beneficial to the patients and the healthcare providers alike. Implementing remote patient monitoring into a busy medical practice can help enhance physician workflow. It allows us to be dedicated uh, to office time with patients that need more complex intervention, but then we can still keep tabs on patients that might be more stable within the practice. It can also ensure that physicians collect quality data. Sometimes patients are not the best historians. They've been known to leave out parts of their history or possibly stretch the truth on how much they've been wearing that offloading device. So with remote patient monitoring, we're getting a better uh, set of data to collect. Also for the patients, it can be um, helpful because it increases access to care, especially patients that live in more rural areas. The convenience of being able to obtain healthcare services from the comfort of their home is a big advantage, especially now with COVID-19 pandemic. It helps limit direct person-to-person contact with that patient population, and then hopefully can help us decrease the spread of the coronavirus. Additionally, it may help our older populations. You know, a lot of them are limited in transportation or or physical function, and sometimes this causes them to skip important medical appointments. If we use remote patient monitoring, it possibly can decrease the need for hospital admissions by catching changes in their health early and uh, hopefully ultimately leading to better patient outcomes. 
when we use these devices, patients also become more accountable and they're also more engaged in their care. And this might help us to have them be more adherent to our treatment plans. And this empowerment might also help to strengthen that physician-patient relationship in the long run. Those are all such important points. What should physicians consider prior to launching a remote patient monitoring program in their practice? Well, I know now, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, many providers and hospital systems are looking to adopt remote patient monitoring uh, really in the near future. And given this increase in interest in in the technology, there are so many companies out there offering an array of devices and services. So you really have to evaluate these services How will it fit into your practice? So a couple crucial factors to consider before implementing a remote patient monitoring program would be really what physiological parameters do you wish to monitor in your patient population? How does this system fit into the workflow in your practice? What is the cost? How do these remote patient monitoring platforms relate to your current EMR that you're using in your offices? Who exactly will be responsible for the data interpretation and communication with patients? Will it be the physician or do you have a dedicated staff member that will be uh, looking at the remote patient monitoring and, and communication with the patient? Is the device easy enough for the patients to use at home without assistance? A lot of our patients are elderly. Uh, They're not really uh, skilled with a lot of technology. So we have to make certain that they're able to use these devices. And then is the condition or the reason that we're monitoring the patient an acceptable issue for the patient? So do they feel like that's a problem so that, again, they'd be adherent to using these devices? You know, it's extremely important to devise a protocol to prioritize which patients would gain the optimal benefits when incorporating remote patient monitoring into our practices. So we really have to triage the patients based on their systemic conditions and increased risk of the chance that they'll need hospitalization. That's really key. Remote patient monitoring is effective when it's part of a a customized care plan for the patient. And these programs really target the right conditions to promote patient adherence and then also uh, accurately collect the data that we feel might be most beneficial overall. And really the goal of remote patient monitoring should be to provide medical care in order to prevent ER visits, hospital admissions, and the need for costly surgical interventions as well. Can physicians be reimbursed for participating in remote patient monitoring programs? Yeah, believe it or not, remote patient monitoring became a covered service by Medicare in January of 2018, so even before the global pandemic. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services recently has revised the guidance based on uh, the public health emergency, that is uh, COVID-19. The agency agrees that this type of patient care is integral for the management of patients with chronic disease states in order for physicians to effectively track the physiologic changes and and maybe uh, symptom progression in in these patients. There are several uh, CPT codes that do exist for uh, the provision of remote patient monitoring. These codes are specific to the different types of monitoring activities. There's codes for device setup, 
patient education, interpretations of data, follow-up, and, and conversations with uh, the patient. These are all reimbursed separately. However, patients cannot be charged for the device itself, so keep that in mind. Also, medical necessity is critical, as is any uh, coverage from, from insurances, so we need to make certain that uh, we are notating uh, the medical necessity in the patient's medical record. Also, physicians must obtain advanced patient consent and also document that in their medical record before we implement remote patient monitoring. And then, as always, justification for the use of remote patient monitoring must be detailed in the medical record, and, and this is all, of course, for compliance and reimbursement purposes. Well, this does certainly seem to be an emerging area of interest in the field. So that being said, do you have any final thoughts or practice pearls for our audience? So as I had mentioned, you know, even before the COVID-19 pandemic, a good majority, like 88%, I think I saw the statistic of healthcare providers had planned on investing in remote patient monitoring. So now in light of the global healthcare crisis, we are seeing what looks to be maybe a technological tsunami of sorts in the remote patient monitoring space. So with so many companies introducing remote patient monitoring devices, it's definitely sure to drive competition. I'm sure we'll see different devices entering the market almost on a daily basis. So keep in mind the most effective devices will be economical, easy to use for both the physicians and staff and of course the patients and will really seamlessly integrate into our current EMR systems. We are seeing several companies that have launched devices aimed at improving uh, the diabetic foot care in particular, of interest, of course, for us as, as podiatrists. And some of these technologies really to keep an eye out are on uh, temperature sensing socks that might predict ulcer development. We're seeing diabetic inserts that can measure pressure points, also temperature changes, uh, the number of steps patients take, and really overall adherence to their diabetic shoe gear program. And then we have some offloading boots that have entered into the market that can really track patient adherence and compliance. I don't know how many times I've put a patient in a removable cast boot to offload their foot and then see them like the next day at Walmart and they're in their regular shoes. So uh, being able to track compliance, I think, is key. As remote patient monitoring uh, becomes increasingly pervasive, it really may change the way we care for our at-risk population. Thank you so much for sharing this information with us today, Dr. Cole. The field of remote patient monitoring is becoming extremely important as clinicians seek new and improved ways to connect safely with patients. Thank you also to the listeners for tuning in today and to Orpix Medical Technologies for their support of this episode. Orpix SI sensory insoles help prevent diabetic foot ulcers by measuring what matters, including plantar pressure, patient adherence, step count, and temperature. By providing real-time activity-based feedback to the patient, they can immediately change the behavior that contributes to ulceration. The data can be remotely monitored through a HIPAA-compliant dashboard, so the patient's prevention plan can be adjusted based on this real-world data. The sensory insoles qualify for reimbursement through a product HICPICS code and remote patient monitoring CPT codes. For more information about how the Orpix SI sensory insoles can be seamlessly incorporated into your practice, visit orpix.com, O-R-P-Y-X.com, or call us. 
1-855-996-7799.